This is the Marketing Natives, providing actionable ways to grow, improve, and succeed in your business. And now, your hosts, Christian and Aaron. Hey guys, thanks so much for jumping into the live stream and a special uh, shout out to those of you who are watching after the live stream. If you jump in, make sure that you leave us a comment. We can only see who's live when there is a comment. I'm trying to pull up my uh, stuff right now so I can track that. Like I said, if you're after and you're watching the replay, uh, make sure that you leave that comment. Today, we're talking about the um, why being the dumbest person in the room is the best thing. I know it's kind of counterintuitive, but uh, we're going to dive deep into why business owners need to be the dumbest people in the room. All right. So Christian is uh, coming soon. But for those of you guys who do not know, my name is Aaron. Um, I'm the managing director here at Bet Branding. And uh, we're going to be talking about being the dumbest person in the room. And more importantly, why it's the best thing. Now, let me make sure that this is running correctly. It uh, looks like we're live streaming correctly. So um, if you are jumping in live, please make sure to leave a comment. Uh, just let us know you're here. And if you are uh, watching afterwards on the replay, just type replay in the comment or if you got any questions, but it should be a really good topic. Um, so what we're going to teach you guys is why being the dumbest person in the room is the best thing. Uh, this is for really any type of business owner, but specifically for us, uh, those local business owners. So those who are trying to book appointments, uh, that this is going to benefit you the most. Uh, but any business owner could probably benefit from it, but this, that is who it's for. Um, all right, so let's jump into the first point here. I don't see any main comments yet. Um, it is a little bit of a lag. So if you have them, go ahead and leave them below and I'll jump in after. And then uh, we'll get a nice little surprise whenever Christian jumps in live as well. All right, so number one, to truly grow, you need to lead but also be led. So what that means is that uh, you could be in a managerial role and lead a team, but if you aren't finding a way to grow yourself, it's going to be hard for you to continue to lead your team as well. So there may be people under you. There may be people that are um, associates and you'll be able to help them. But if you aren't getting help, it's going to be really hard for you to continue to grow and add value to those people you're helping right now. So, um, just for those who are, are watching now and for the replay, uh, have you ever been in a situation where you're leading a team or you're leading your household or you're leading um, your local business, but you don't have a leader ahead of you? Do you have somebody who you're asking questions to that is guiding you? Uh, this could be a mentor. Um, a lot of times it could be a mentor. A lot of times it could be um, like a mastermind. Sometimes it could just be like another person in business that's uh, maybe a couple of steps ahead of you, but really you just need that person to be able to uh, bounce ideas off of, to have uh, conversations with, because what has, what you find is that you don't know what questions to be asking for that next step. For example, if this person who's been in business for say five or 10 years is talking about things that you would have never thought about, it's going to help you in your business today. And you just never would have had that conversation. So you just want to surround yourself with those people. Um, 
for those who are watching live, I'm going to make sure we can see the comments here. Again, we're talking about why being the dumbest person in the room is the best thing. Um, and this is for those local business owners. This is for those people and uh, really people who are business owners and why they need to be the dumbest person in the room to continue to grow their business. And this is also for, um, I guess, really the household and your just general life, but we're talking specifically business here. Um, and if you have questions or you can relate or anything like that, make sure you leave a comment below. Right now we're, we're missing our uh, co-host, Mr. Christian. Um, let me see here. I think we got a comment. I'm trying to pull this up. One second, guys. Um, my phone is just being really crazy right now. So, okay. Let me see here. No, okay. Um, it said that I got a comment, and then now I can't see it. So, if you did leave a comment, I will be back uh, to that after. It just doesn't look like it's showing right now. Um all right. So again, to kind of recap, number one, uh, to really be able to lead other people, you need to be following or being led by somebody else. Uh, and the reason for that, again, just to recap, is because if you're not growing, then it's going to be harder for you to lead the next group of people. So if you can think about this as like climbing up a mountain, you're climbing up the side of the mountain and you're able to throw down a rope to somebody else and help them up. But if somebody else isn't throwing a rope down to you, it's going to be so much harder for you to be able to climb up higher. All right, moving on here to number two. And you've, this is probably a, what is a common phrase that you hear is you're the average of the five people around you. Now, this could be home life, business life. Uh, this could be anything, but it's, you're the average of the five people around you. More, most of our life is really spent at the workplace. So if you're surrounding yourself with people who um, aren't, quote unquote, smarter than you, then you're doing yourself a disservice, which as the business owner in your company, it's why you always should do, um, I think what I think what's called is the, the 50 up. So... And, I, and we stole this from Noah Kagan. So shout out to him. But basically it's saying like when you hire somebody, they should be better than 50% of your employees, especially at that, that uh, position. So for example, if we are looking for another advertising person for our company, we would want to make sure that they are, um, it's, let's say Ryan and I uh, in the company are doing ads. They would need to be 50%. They would need to be better than at least Ryan or better than at least me. Cause we want to make sure to, um, up level the, I don't know, the, the, I guess the whole group for, uh, the advertising side, we wouldn't ever want to hire somebody that's just going to get trained by somebody else. And then they have to learn. And it's just this uphill battle. So you always want to do 50% above that. So this is just like a hiring tip, but it allows you to uh, surround yourself with more people who are not average. Um, and if you're the average or even the lowest person on your totem pole here, but you're able to bring in better people, then you're going to um, start to ask the right questions, but you're also going to grow in the right directions as well. All right. I guess the, our Mr. Co-host here is who knows where he is at. Um, I think he's uh, during a meeting. So uh, if you're jumping in live, make sure you leave a comment. Uh, I'm trying my best to be able to see the comments if there are any. Um, and if you are just now joining us, we are talking about why being the dumbest person in the room is the best thing. And um, you're going to learn why it is the best thing to be the dumbest person in the room. Uh, a lot of people, I think, 
believe that being the smartest person in the room is the best, which is a good thing sometimes, but it's not always the best thing. Um, maybe the smartest person in the room, if you're like the teacher or you're the one giving the presentation, but probably not the best thing for you is like a, a constant environment. So, um, and then this is really for, we're talking specifically for business owners, like local business owners who are trying to, uh, build their teams, build their company. Um, that's who this is for. And our last one that we have here, um, is this is where you're going to learn the most. So the questions that you ask, um, the groups that you're part of, and I want to give some places that you can go and be, or I was going to say like, uh, the dumbest person in the room. And that is, uh, like going to conferences and buying the VIP package. That's probably one of the best ways that you can do this because the other people who buy these VIP packages are also people who maybe they have a little bit more affluency, uh, who knows, but more importantly, they're paying for that VIP package and there's a reason that they're doing that. So you get to surround yourself with a smaller group of people. Um, it's more intimate and you can learn from that. The second thing you want to do is make sure that you're part of like a mastermind or, um, something similar because if you're paying for a mastermind what's happening is yes it's going to probably be expensive but more than likely you're going to make so much more off of it because uh you're out of you're part of that group the mastermind allows you to make connections that you just never know where they're going to go but i will say that from any kind of coaching that christian and i have done or any type of like uh, VIP groups that we've been a part of through like uh, the conferences that we, we went to. That's where we were able to go to special activities, get more intimate conversations with people. That's where like the magic happens. Um, another really good place for you to go is volunteer or give back into your community because the leaders in the community are the ones who are also giving back. So you should do that with a, um, like a, I would say like a good heart. You like you shouldn't just go there to try to get business. But if you're going there openly to actually help somebody, the types of people who are going to be able to uh, volunteer and who are thinking about that are also those who you should probably interact with as well. This is where you're going to have again to this point. This is where you're going to learn the most because those kind of conversations that you're going to have there are not going to be your typical conversations. Um, you're going to be talking about the community, what you can do that's better. You can talk about um, so many different things that are going to allow you to, to grow as a person. Um, and thanks for those of you who are jumping in live, please make sure you leave a comment below that way we know you're jumping in. So we got a couple uh, people live right now. So if you leave a comment and those who are watching after the replay, just say there's going to be a replay. looks like we're going to do a short live stream today. Our partner in crime, Mr. Christian is out, but, uh, more importantly, number one, uh, is to truly, uh, to truly grow. You need to be also be, uh, be led, not just be leading. And then, Oh, what's, what's going on? Hello. Welcome. I was just telling the people what what you looked like, and they weren't believing me. I was like, "People, no, he's for real. He's here." Um, so, just, nice. just running a little business. bit late. Nice. Had some uh, good business to take care of. Yeah, absolutely. Nice. Well, there we go, people. This is Christian. Hey, Christian. Thanks for joining us. How's it going, everyone? 
Although Christian has the uh, running person and I got the dinosaur, which I'm cool with that. I like the dinosaur. Um, we're flipped. Yeah, we're flipped a little bit. I think normally am I on the other side or vice versa? I feel like this is normal. Maybe not. Uh, so to give you kind of a recap of what we've talked about so far, we've went over the three, but now I'm, I'm more interested in your your thoughts on this because I think we... Uh, well, the people want to know, and I could probably figure out the comments section. I was trying to do the comments and uh, all of this at once, so it was a little bit harder. I need like three monitors to make it work correctly. Uh, but number one was to truly grow, you need to lead and also be led. So, I mean, I, I gave the example of us. Yeah, we have employees or we're leading at our household. Um, you know, I'm leading Aspen, you're leading Piper or whatever. So we lead, we lead that. But more importantly, we should be led, which is like coaches or a mastermind or something else. And I gave the analogy or the example of like climbing a mountain. It's easy for you to kind of throw down a rope and help somebody else up. But if you don't get a rope thrown down to you, it's going to be hard to climb that rope as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Give me one second. Okay. We're going to give Christian one second. Your, I think your video part is lagging a little bit too because I feel like you're still there. And then maybe it's off by just a few seconds. So you just let us know when you're back. I got it. Oh, somebody just stepped out of out there. But, well, guys, I promise you, Christian is, um, he's going to come back. So, if you can, uh, has anybody ever done a, um, <laughs> ever done this before where you jump on with a live stream and then uh, something comes up, you have an error while you're doing a video? Because if that's the case, um, I think we may be the only ones. I'm just kidding. But if you are jumping in live, I really want to hear, have you, do you guys have mentors? Are you part of a mastermind? Drop a comment below. Like, are you, um, are you being led by somebody else? If not, um, that's also, you know, something to talk about, but go ahead and leave a comment below. I want to check those out make sure, um, I can actually see them. That's the biggest thing is if you're live, I just want to see the comments so I can, I, I feel like I'm getting notifications, but then it doesn't show up quick correctly on the phone it like um okay. or is i'm back for good guess. oh yay welcome back so did you hear the question no what was the question um well it was more of like a statement i guess was uh i gave the analogy of climbing the mountain so there was no question uh just more so did you have any thoughts on that analogy or being led uh but also leading no. So, I mean, I guess you're, you're saying that the, okay. So the title is being the dumbest person is the best thing. Um, you're saying that you don't have to be the dumbest person. You, you, you can be both. Is that what you're saying by the lead, but also be led? No, I, I mean, so I guess I can see how, what you mean there, but like to be, uh, to focus it in good afternoon, gentlemen, Sat Matthew says, hello. Uh, Matthew, good to see you, sir. Um, what I mean by that is you can still lead people and be the smartest person in that room. It's just you shouldn't always be the smartest person in the room. So you've got to find ways or avenues to become the dumbest person in the room because when you're the dumbest person in the room, it allows you to be a better leader 
when you are quote unquote the smartest person in the room. So I don't think that it's a matter like the, I don't think it's a matter of you should always be the dumbest person in the room. It's just, you have to make sure that you're not just always the smartest person. So for you, if you're the best website designer in every single networking group you go to, then you're not doing anything. You're adding too much value to those people and you're not getting anything out of it. They're getting a ton, but you're not growing. You may be growing by learning, but you're not really developing or growing because of that. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. I agree with that. Good. It'd be more fun if you didn't, but good. <laughs> uh, the second thing we covered. Just you need to get uh, Ryan in here. I think Ryan would disagree. Why would Ryan disagree? This is what he likes to do. I feel like he would he would disagree just to disagree, and he would find like, a good, compelling argument, I would say. Gotcha. Is he like in the room with you right now, like telling you, like, "Hey, let me on here. Let me let me around here." Because no, he did not. jump on. Oh, he did jump on at the very beginning for a second. Um, in the beginning, he's like, "Hey, do you need a co-host?" And I was like, uh, "I don't know. Potentially, jump on, jump on." But he did for a second. Um, but then also, second to recap again, we'll just kind of get your final feedback here since we went through them. Um, I really have Matthew says I really have the whole dumbest person in the room down to perfection. Well, that's that's good, Matthew. Um, <laughs> He's actually, yeah. I, I mean, actually, uh, I can, yeah, I can tell you, I couldn't tell you, but I feel like Matthew has uh, said or told me multiple stories where um, he's talking to some of his friends, and he just feels like, like what? Like he doesn't have anything to add to it, right? Mm -hmm. um, so th I, okay, that that's that's something that could be bad if you're the dumbest person in the room. How do you add value to everyone else around you who is like leaps and bounds? Not not necessarily just smarter, but they just know the lingo that they're talking about, right? Um, how do you fit into something like that? Well, that's a good question. I think that the people who are smarter or if they're that much smarter, then they have the, the uh, methodology that you can learn something from everybody. So Matthew may not be the smartest person. I'm not, I'm using his own words here. Uh, so don't hurt me, Matthew, but like he may not be the smartest person in the room for X, but he's probably very, very intelligent about one thing and they could learn something from him. So it may be, it may just be his expertise. Like, if I was to ask Christian, hey, can you help me go change my air conditioner in my car this weekend? He's not going to be, you're not going to be able to help me with that, but that doesn't mean you're dumb. If, but if you are the dumbest person in the room who's learning stuff about a car, you're going to learn a ton. But that doesn't mean that you couldn't give advice on teaching somebody Spanish or design or anything else. So it's not that you couldn't add value. It's just being the dumbest person in the room uh, also can help you. Do you fake it? No, not at all. I think uh i mean depending on what you're going you're going there for so i mean it should most of the time i think the people who are um what is the word like if you're going into an environment like that and most of the time if they're smarter people they're going to be a lot more accepting and say okay great i know i've been at that position before i've been there before so they're a lot more accepting but if you just try to lie about it and then or you try to fake it then it's like okay, now you just look bad. So for example, if you didn't know the difference between a crescent wrench and a, you know, I don't know, a screwdriver and you, and you, and you faked it, they're like, 
okay, this guy's acting like he knows something, but he doesn't know anything versus being humble and saying, uh, look, Matthew says humble here. Um, being humble, they're going to be like, oh yeah, I'll teach you. I'll, 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 uh, I'll jump on and actually, you know, educate you. Matthew says being in a room with extremely intelligent businessmen is very intimidating, but also one of the best learning experiences that there is and humbling. Yeah, absolutely. Um, this is kind of related, but not really, but I was watching a video and it said to give you an idea of like the differences between like echelons of smarter people in the room and dumber people in the room. Um, it would be nice. It would be cool to like sit at a desk with a millionaire and you'd get great advice. And then you sit at a table or whatever else with a billionaire. And it's like some people, and Christian knows I feel strongly about this, like people who use the phrase millionaires and billionaires in the same sentence. It doesn't, I don't think that part of it matters um, nearly as much as what I'm trying to point out is like uh, the understanding of that and understanding um, what people, um, what I was going to say, like, just being in that type of environment, I guess, is the the thing that I was getting at. But the video, the most important thing of what I was trying to say is that they did a video and it says, uh, the New York Times told people, uh, this is how you can tell the difference between a millionaire and a billionaire. So if you put seconds in a day, a millionaire would last uh, like 11 days and f 11 and a half days or whatever. A billionaire in seconds would last you 31 years. So... Um, I just want to share that to, to the point of like who you're scale. around. Yeah. This well, the scale, but like if you sit down with millionaires um, and you're a bunch of millionaires or whatever, you could still be the smartest person in that room and it's not going to do anything. So to level up, you have to go to that, like that billionaire level or whatever else. And that's just a money scale. But uh, I just thought it was interesting regardless. Like we don't really understand. We don't understand what we don't know, which is part of this, which is, we don't know what questions we're going to ask because we're not in the room to ask those questions. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And so then you talked about um, you are the average of the five people around you. Yes. And I think it's the, the average of the five people around you in different groups. So like you have like your work group and I talked a little bit about that, which was, um, the 50, 50 leveling up, which like I was telling you that we should do, which is, um, you know, if we have two creative people like you and Jack, the next person that we hire that's in the creative department should be better than one of you, no matter what, like hopefully better than both of you at something, but at least better than one of you so that you level up and you're around those people who are smarter. Like we don't want to hire somebody who's now, worse at graphic design and worse at video production. And then we have to train them to go to that next level. Like that's not going to help us. Uh, but hiring up is going to be very helpful. So it's, I think it's work and those five people on average. And then it's also like home and any other communities that you're around. It. Like, I think that where you spend the most amount of time in those averages. Um, and that's why. So it'd be great to be the dumbest person in the room or be way below the average, but you're hanging out with people who are so much, um, quote unquote, smarter than you in different areas. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think the, the hiring higher than you, as far as like, you know, certain skill sets, um, I think at first it sounds intimidating, right? Mm -hmm. Cause I mean, we're the bosses and we're going to hire people who know more than us about, you know, certain topics or certain, certain skills. 
Um, so I feel like there's always like a, like, I mean, like Matthew said, like a level of intimidation, right, in there. Um, but I think it's just a matter, like you said, where they they sort of compliment you with the things that you do know how to do, right? So mm -hmm. where the business owners were great leaders, then, you know, we should be able to lead them and know enough about that topic or that subject or that skill set um, in order to lead them into, you know, doing great things. Because um, I remember, yeah, when our coaches first talked about that, and we talked about that in the past, um, I feel like it's always, yeah, just a little bit intimidating that there's going to be people who are way smarter than us um, at, at doing something. But at the end of the day, you got to look at, you know, the, the whole um, skill set of that person, right? They may not be the best leader, but they're probably the best at staying on task and finishing um, projects and things like that. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, what else is going to say from that? Oh, if you're jumping in live, please make sure to leave a comment or you're watching the replay make sure you hit replay. Uh, I'll leave a comment that says replay. So just kind of, uh, replay this or <laughs> replay this. And, um, for those who are jumping in, uh, we're talking about being the dumbest person in the room and really why it's the best thing. Uh, and what, what you're going to learn is that, uh, not only why you should be the dumbest person in the room, but uh, some ways that you can find yourself to being the dumbest person in the room. And we're specifically talking about this for local business owners, but really any business owners, and it's got a business focus, but I think this could be helpful for you in all areas of your life, but really those local business owners, because I think that what happens is you get stuck into this world of like, in your business so much, you maybe go to networking, you maybe go to your office and you talk to people there, but then you don't really go outside of that. Unless you're part of a mastermind or an outside group or anything, you don't really leave your sphere. You kind of stay right there. So this is for those people um, who need the encouragement to, to leave that as well. All right. And our last point here, um, this is like when you're the dumbest person in the room, this is where you're going to learn the most. It's where you're going to ask the most questions. And I keep going back to the one about Christian uh, and the mechanic or, um, you know, me trying to build a house or something. Going and doing those things is where you're going to have the most growth. It's, it's about um, helping you in those areas. But if you're talking about business, the best thing you could do is hire a mentor or somebody who's two or three steps ahead of you. It doesn't have to be specifically to your industry, but two or three steps ahead of you, because then you know what uh, basically pitfalls are coming ahead of, you know, the, the, that direction. Hey, this, you're going to have a problem with hiring. You're going to have a problem with profitability. You're going to have a problem with like an economic downturn. Like how can you prepare for these things so that you don't just run into the same problems somebody else has. So that's where you're going to get the, conversations going and they're going to help you ask the right questions yeah and i would say not even um like i you could probably even find niche uh sort of networking groups right or talks or workshops or different things like that you can go to meetup.com um you can go to eventbrite and try to find i know for example for us um like website design graphic design ux um, all those things, even marketing, Facebook, Instagram, are all topics that you could easily search on some of these um, event platforms, even mm -hmm. Facebook, and find events nearby or in Dallas where um, we're able to, you know, meet like-minded people, meet other business owners that are doing the exact same thing that we're doing, business owners that have done what we've been doing, um, and make connections that way. 
Mm-hmm. I think that's also another avenue. You don't necessarily, you know, hire someone to gain that knowledge. Um, you could also sort of make friends and acquaintances with industry peers, right? Yeah. And I was given the example of like a couple of ways that you can uh, find people that are quote unquote smarter than you or be the dumbest person in the room. And one of those was to be uh, whenever you go to an event, go and pay the extra to be part of the VIP. Um, you're going to find people that way. The second thing is to get involved in the community and volunteer because the people who are volunteering in the community are the ones who care about it and also usually leaders in the community. Um, the third one is to spend the money on a mastermind. It, it's going to be probably expensive if it's, a, if it's a good mastermind, but you never know who you're going to meet from it. I know in the online world anyway, which probably means not a lot for like local businesses, but for the online people, it's uh, like there's just a, a lot of really well-known online entrepreneurs now that all started in one mastermind like seven years ago and they just stayed friends and they just all grew high seven figures and one of them like eight figure business and they just all started there just as small people small peers um and i'm sure that they paid you know 10 or fifteen thousand dollars for their mastermind for the year which is a lot but the connections that they have from that are probably worth you know 10x that if not more it's kind of funny sometimes where you follow certain people like John Lee Dumas, maybe, uh, I don't know, Ramit Seth, I don't know, all these people that we kind of follow on social media who have made it big. And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden you find like the coaches of the coaches and you're like, oh my gosh, like all these people were in the same, you know, class or they took the same advice from this one person. Um, yeah. And they've all sort of, you know, made it big or whatever. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's always fun to find. Yeah. And there's, and to your point, like people in your industry, finding other people who are in your industry is a great way too. like, if you look at them as um, collaborative versus competition, it's like, Hey, look, we could, there's more than enough business for us to both go to the top. So I think that that's another way to look at it. And it's, I think it's harder for local businesses uh, like ourselves, just because we're like in a local area. So we feel like it's limited. It's like, Oh no, there's only so much business in this area versus, we got nationwide, like we can go or worldwide, we can go after. So we could work together and it'd be great to have a partnership like that. Mm-hmm. So, um, all right. I think that's all I, um, Ryan Matakami says, Hey, Aaron, great stream. Did you happen to just receive a code from GoDaddy to your phone? If so, I'd love to know what it is. Um, Ryan, let me see if I got the code to my phone. I did. I'll give it to you here shortly. Thanks for jumping into the live stream, though. It's nice to see you uh, on Facebook. Uh, everybody, that's Ryan. Uh, he is a campaign manager over here, as you can see. So thanks for jumping in. And for those who are jumping in live, um, please leave a comment below and let us know. I see there's four or five people now. So uh, really, the only question, the big question I had from this was, uh, are you leading other people? Are you part of... Uh, or other people leading you rather. So are you part of like a mastermind? Are you, do you have business coaches? Um, how are you kind of being led, not necessarily leading a team? Cause I think a lot of you guys who are business owners are, but are you being led as well? So that was the biggest comment or the question I had. Um, we'll stick around for just a second. Are we, were you monitoring YouTube at all? I'm sure Jack was, but uh, I can only see Facebook on my side right now. Matthew, okay. Usually, I see that there's five 
comments now. Cool. All right, Jack just gave us an update on YouTube, so we're good there. All right, um, just a quick recap for you guys. Again, uh, the title uh, is Being the Dumbest Person is the Best Thing. And um, more importantly, we wanted to talk about why you should be the dumbest person in the room. Uh, this is for those local business owners specifically or business owners in general and why you need to take action now to go be the dumbest person in the room, what that means for you. And uh, the first thing we covered was to truly grow, you need to lead and also be led. So go find some coaches, go find um, a mastermind, go find people in your industry to be collaborative with. Um, the second thing is that you're the average of the five people that are around you. So that's not only in business, but in your personal life as well. So make sure that you are uh, leveling up with the people you're spending time with. And then lastly, uh, this is where you're going to learn the most. So these are where you're going to get the most answers to your questions that you don't know to ask yet. So I don't know what those questions are yet. You don't know what those questions are yet, but when you're around these people, you're going to think uh, more critically and you're going to ask more questions. So hope you guys enjoyed uh, this video. Please make sure to leave a comment, whatever platform you end up watching this on, whether it's uh, uh, through the podcast or listening to it through the podcast or YouTube or Facebook, make sure to leave a comment. Any parting uh, words for this um, beautiful day there, Christian. No, uh, just thank you for having me. Uh, sorry I was late. Um, I'll, I'll do better next time. Also, I want to make a comment. Uh, you have fake clouds, but I have real clouds in the background. It's kind so of you a, don't, do you have a problem with Toy Story? No, I'm just saying I have real clouds. Gotcha. That's okay. kind of cool. That is very cool, actually. Your clouds kind of look like mine. Mm -hmm. Nice. All right. Well, I'll just is this the direction that you are right now? Does that look right? Mm -hmm. nice. You're over here. No, you're over here. This way. I'm trying to see it on the live stream. If I'm doing it correctly. Cool. All right. Thank you guys so much for jumping in. Uh, make sure if you watched for the replay or you're jumping in now, make sure to leave us a comment so we know you're on there. We'd love to, uh, to have a conversation with you. Bye. The Marketing Natives Podcast is a production of Bit Branding.